www.healthcmi.com, acupuncture continuing education online today. Some updates for acupuncture in the news. There's been a lot of discoveries that are very, very powerful that have come out recently. Let's go over them. Hi, I'm Adam White, licensed acupuncturist. I'll be your host today. What we've seen in recent research, Kaifeng People's Hospital discovered that acupuncture is effective for lumbar disc herniation pain reduction. And if you go to the news department of healthcmi.com, you can read all about that one published November 7, 2021. And then there's another article right next to it. Researchers from Harvard Medical School discovered an acupuncture anti-inflammatory finding. And this one is slightly amazing. What happened was, is they've identified the exact method where certain acupuncture points exert their effective action. They proved something called acupoint specificity. And for certain acupuncture points, including one called Stomach 36, Zhu San Li, they discovered the neurons involved in producing anti-inflammatory effects when this acupoint is needled. In fact, they found that survival rates are higher if people are exposed to bacterial endotoxins if they have this point needled when they are infected with bacteria or prior to. More importantly, they discovered the exact, the PRO-KR2 sensory neurons responsible for the body's ability to respond to electroacupuncture stimulation and get these results. So they've literally mapped the pathway. Let's see. Let me quote something. I'll, I'll run off at least one quote here. Stomach 36 can cause release of noradrenaline, adrenaline, and dopamine from adrenal chromaffin cells that is dependent on the vagal nerve. So they actually found the exact method by which this point not only stimulates the neurons, sends a signal to the brain, but then what nerve helps in the secretion of the chemicals that heal the body. So they've, it was a vagal nerve release. They added electroacupuncture at stomach 36 causes a 50% reduction in TNF-alpha and IL-6 induction and a 40% increase in survival rates when compared with sham electroacupuncture stimulation. So massive increase in survival rates when exposed to bacteria and again, a very hefty downregulation of these pro-inflammatory cytokines, TNF-alpha and IL-6, which are very important. Those, those are basically chemicals that are released in large quantities in the body when the body is going through an inflammatory process. And, and left out of control, they can kill a human. Uh, we want them in check. So acupuncture it does have the ability to downregulate TNF-alpha and IL-6, which is hugely important. Anyway, that came out of Harvard, and I consider that somewhat groundbreaking. There's been a lot more since then. Um, acupuncture for shoulder pain discovery. There was one that acupuncture is actually good for the treatment of nodular goiter. A new piece of research out of Guangzhou showed how acupuncture benefits stroke patients, helps restore a lot of function and ability. There was another article in December of 2021, showing how acupuncture is effective for the treatment of Bell's palsy. There was another one, acupuncture for the treatment of sudden hearing loss and what it can do. There, there is a lot we can do for what they call SSHL, sudden hearing loss, sudden sensory neural, uh, sensory neural hearing loss. 
in some cases. Again, that's not when the, the nerve is actually damaged. And then more recently, Heilongjiang University did a lot of follow-up on acupuncture for the treatment of neck pain and found that the, the points, what we call the huatojaji or the jaji points of the neck, are very effective. Somewhat controversial that in the time of Huato, let's say 1200 AD, from the original great master, uh, those points were not codified on the neck. They they were from below C7, T1 and down, thoracic and lumbar region. But in more modern use, the Jaji points are definitely on the neck as well. And we have been, you know, we've been using them in the clinic globally as acupuncturists uh, quite effectively. And there's a lot of research supporting that now. So it's just a matter of accepting the neck points as Jaji points, not just the thoracic points and the lumbar points. But a lot going on there. But again, getting back to Harvard University and their discovery. There really is a, a urban legend that, you know, Chinese medicine or Japanese medicine, traditional medicine, traditional channel and collateral medicine, Jinglo medicine, is somehow ancient. It's very romantic that way. It's old school. It's very relaxing. But that's about it. And then you really need to see a doctor when you're sick because it doesn't really work. It's just wonderful. And so go see it to relax and have a good time, be a part of the past. That kind of romantic notion of traditional medicine. However, that's not really accurate whatsoever. Uh, there is no East and West medicine. There is only safe and effective medicine. Acupuncture, Chinese herbal medicine, these are all part of a larger system. It's not in place of drug therapy. It's not in place of surgery. In fact, Hua in 1200 AD, you know, a great acupuncturist, was a surgeon. In fact, my own teacher, my very first teacher, Professor Wei Shui, was a surgeon, and were many other acupuncturists who trained me as well. It's just medicine. There's no East versus West. This kind of schism is, is not, it's not very real to a disease process. The disease process doesn't really care where the cure comes from. <laughs> you know, you just have to get people better, right? So again, Harvard Medical School has mapped out the neuronal pathway. So it's not this ancient thing that once happened. It's modern. Acupuncture is a modern medicine. It is a scientific medicine. We now know that PRO, KR2, CRE, sensory neurons exert powerful systemic anti-inflammatory effects when stimulated with an acupuncture needle. Also, certain types of optogenetic releases as well. There are certain optical stimuli that can be applied to this point because the neurons will respond to certain types of light. So the acupuncture, again, we, we can't not simply compartmentalize it as some type of ancient old school thing. That's a, a real disservice to modern medicine. The research continues. It is modern. I guess you would say it's scientifically validated and provable. Again, the scientific method applies. These are repeatable phenomena. And so when we talk about the acupuncture points, the acupuncture channels, point specificity, and that each point has a function, it does a specific thing to the body. It causes specific biochemical changes, specific brain state changes. This is something we can measure with serum levels in the blood. We can measure with MRIs and a host of other types of equipment to establish parameters for objective data showing that acupuncture is effective. So again, 
let's move on from the myth that it's just an ancient medicine and how romantic and lovely. Let's step up a little and just embrace it for when it works and works well. It sometimes works well in addition to existing procedures, let's say as a follow-up to surgery to prevent infection, or in place of certain surgeries. Let's say someone wanted to have um, what they call a carpal tunnel release. Well, they probably don't need that surgery. It's simple acupuncture at Da Ling, PC7, that will fix carpal tunnel syndrome, something pretty simple for an acupuncturist, right? So again, there can be integrative medicine, maybe people take antibiotics and herbal medicine or acupuncture together. So it's a mix and match thing because all you really want is optimal patient outcomes. It's just very simple like that. But again, time and time again, we do run into a lot of roadblocks in the system where the, well, it's not proven, we don't know if it's safe, we don't know if it's effective, but this kind of nonsense really does get in the way of looking at the actual research and how much is actually out there. Same thing for the COVID-19 research. We know certain herbs do prevent the replication of the COVID-19 virus. It's well documented. These herbs have been distributed to hundreds of millions of people globally, and yet, for example, the United States very little attention. So it's a little frustrating when we compartmentalize Chinese medicine as some kind of adjunct, uh, complementary, superficial, ancient thing. In reality, just looking at it as safe and effective medicine, and even in modern medicine, scientific standards has simply been proven. So enough of the soapbox today. Go to healthcmi.com. Look at the news department. Enjoy the research. I think you'll love that research out of Harvard University really gives us insight into stomach 36, large intestine 10, how they downregulate pro-inflammatory conditions. I think you'll find it very valuable. I hope you enjoyed that. Thank you for listening. www.healthcmi.com.